0: Welcome to the C3 Church podcast. Here at church, we are passionate about people and helping them in their walk with God. We hope this Sunday message speaks to you today. Good morning. Amazing. You cannot beat the Jackson 5, I don't think. I was kind of getting ready to dance, but we're going to jump straight in with my movie this morning if that's okay with you. We're going to jump in. Today we're going to be looking at The Little Mermaid. Oh, <laughs> Little Mermaid! Not the um, original that I used to watch—the new one that has just come out, Little Mermaid. But if you don't know the story, let me tell you where we're going to find ourselves in this clip. So, there's a little mermaid. She has longed her whole life not to live in the sea, but to live on land. And she has had an experience of being on land. She has now. She's fallen in love with a prince because it's Disney, and so she has to fall in love with a prince. And um, She now finds herself back as a mermaid. And we're going to pick up this clip with her father, who is King Triton. He's like King of the Mermaids, and he's having a conversation. So take a look. Yes, Your Majesty. I have always tried to do what's best for our people. Yes, your majesty. And what's best for my daughters. Indeed, your majesty. And I've done everything in my power to make her happy. Well, not quite. She wants a different life than I had planned for her. She did try to tell you, Your Majesty. But I won't be able to protect her anymore. Well, it's like I always say. Children got to be free to lead their own lives. Oh, is that what you always say? Something like that, yeah. Then there's just one problem left. And what's that, Your Majesty? I'm going to miss my little one. Boy. Go on. <laughs> Again. Max The Queen wanted the two of you to have a proper send-off, sire. Thank you, Your Majesty. No, thank you. Much as I hate farewells, we still have cause to celebrate. Our worlds have misunderstood one another for far too long. Your marriage marks a new beginning for us. Yes, a beginning. Now, get out there. Change the world. Or whatever it is you have to do, so we don't get left behind. That doesn't sound like my mother. What have you done with her? Oh. <laughs> Off go. Have you decided where you're headed first? Uncharted potters. Cookey. A mermaid and a man. Whoever would have imagined. Well, look who's here. We got you something, Ariel. Sure did. Something you almost lost. What? Where? Where is it? You're sitting on it, bird. My little mermaid. Keep her from me. I hope she causes you less trouble than I did. I was right about the dinglehopper, wasn't I? Yes, you were, Scuttle. you were. You won't be gone too long, will you, Ariel? Of course not. I'll be back by the next Coral Moon. Yeah, don't be late this time. (laughs) You ready? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. Eric? Thank you for hearing me. You shouldn't have had to give up your voice to be heard. But now I am listening. And I will always be here for you. We all will. Oh And I'm sure they lived happily ever after in true Disney style. But as I watched that recently at the cinema, with I took my five-year-old to relive my childhood. And that moment, I was there like mascara down my cheeks, sobbing. There was something about watching that love of the father moment. I wonder for you, what movies make you cry? What themes, what issues, what, what things get your heart beating a little bit quicker? Because as I sat there, I saw some parallels between that and a story which Jesus tells about a loving father in the Bible. And I'm going to read right now from Luke 15, picking up in verse 11. This is a story Jesus tells. Um, let's pick it up. He says, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, "'Father, give me my share of the estate.'" And so he divided the property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had and he set off to a distant country. And there he squandered his wealth in wild living. He had spent everything, every penny. So he went and he found himself a job in fields to feed pigs, He longed to fill his stomach with the food that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants even have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and I will go back to my father and say to him, father, I have sinned and I have sinned against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son make me one of your hired servants. So he got up and he went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran out to his son, he threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, father, I've sinned against you, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said, servants, go and get the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and bring the fattened calf. Let's kill it and have a feast and celebrate for this son of mine was dead and he is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate, began to celebrate. Let me tell you what I've learned from this movie, but also from that story. Point number one is this the father is waiting for us. The father is waiting for us. That movie that the dad says, my child, I will always be there for you. This scripture that we've just read, it says while he was still a long way off, while he was still a long way off, his father saw him, was filled with compassion for him, ran out to him, threw his arms around him and kissed him. How many of us here today Are grateful that when we were still a long way off, or even still are a long way off, our Father was waiting for us. He sees each and every one of us. Romans 3, it talks about, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but we are justified freely through His grace, through the redemption of Christ Jesus. So maybe today you're not feeling it. Maybe today you. You come in and you, you, don't, you don't feel how you thought you feel. It says in that text, even when the son was a long way off, God saw compassion for him. The father saw compassion for him. We are made in his image. So all of our feelings right now, guess what, that we're feeling? Made in his image. God is a God of feeling. He has compassion for where we are at. He's filled with compassion for us. The Jewish law at the time, we can find this in Deuteronomy, it, this is what should have happened in these times. It says, If anyone has a stubborn and rebellious son, which this one was, and they do not obey their father and mother and will not listen to them, if he is a glutton and a drunkard, which this man was, then all the men in his town are to stone him to death. They must purge out evil from among you. That, that was kind of the cultural way to deal with these issues. But Jesus tells a story of a father who, rather than that, he throws a homecoming party. He gets a whole party. And it says he has a fattened calf. I, I wonder, when I was reading that, he, he doesn't say, oh, go prepare something. No, that calf would have had to have been fattened up, ready for a celebration. I wonder if that father was longing and waiting and fattening that calf up, ready for the homecoming party. Because the father was waiting on his son. I want to tell you one of my gifts, if that's okay. One of my gifts I love is to find really good deals, Okay, It's something I love to do. I love to look up things that should be pricey and find them for really cheap. And I particularly love browsing, not just for us, but I've done it for friends as well, like holiday places where you can find them for cheap. And it doesn't always go great for me. There was a time last year where um, we visited, on um, Josh's sabbatical, San Francisco, which is a super expensive place to visit. So I thought, we'll find somewhere a bit out of town. It looks great on Airbnb. We'll book it. We showed up, and it was um, like smashed car windows outside. It was, um, I had to get through rubbish to even enter uh, the property. And then I've got a photo here of when we went to lock the door. The lock fell off the door. So I, <laughs> I'm not always great at it, but sometimes I find a great deal. And recently, we went on holiday, and it was a great deal that I had found. That picture can go. That, that's my shame moment. I'm going I'm to tell you a good one now. <laughs> we went on holiday, and I got pretty used to the kind of fresh sheets every day. We were staying in a hotel. I, at home, we would never have fresh sheets any day, but how good is that feeling when you get into bed, and you've got clean sheets, and you, you feel good? Well, I was getting a bit too used to that. The, the cleaner who was coming was bringing loads of towels every day, so I was kind of using them to dry my hand once and then oh, i get a clean towel getting very used to this lifestyle that I am not used to at home. In fact, as I was preparing, I thought of a time where our son had wet our bed in the middle of the night and I just put a towel on it and went back to sleep. So <laughs> too much information maybe, but I'm not used to these fresh sheets and, and this situation. So I was enjoying it on holiday until one day we got back to our room and the hotel cleaner was there. She was still cleaning and so I was able to say, oh, thank you so much to her. We couldn't speak the same language but we we kind of acknowledged each other and we had a moment. I tell you what, after she left and the rest of our holiday, I was not living my best life with those towels and throwing them on the floor. I was being a bit more respectful of that. I was having one towel hung up in the bathroom that we were all drying our hands on rather than individual towels because I shared a moment of proximity with the lady who was caring for us. And I wanna tell you that one moment of proximity with the father who is waiting for us, it changes everything, changes how we act, changes what we treasure, changes who we are. And there is a father in heaven waiting with arms open, however you found yourself this morning saying, I am waiting for you, father's waiting for us. Second thing I learned from that movie and from the text is to stop striving. Stop striving. The dad in that says, I've always tried to do what is best for our people. I've done everything in my power to make my daughter happy, but I'm not going to be able to protect her anymore. He did all he could, but still, his daughter was going to go off and make her own choices. In the text, when the son returns home, he says, I am no longer worthy to be called your son, dad. I wonder if he was thinking, oh, if only I'd done this, or if only I'd, if only I'd. But the father is there waiting. Sometimes if things happen at home, and maybe with children, with my children, I know if they're having a bad day or something, I think, oh, if only I'd done this differently, or if only I'd done that, or if only I'd read that book earlier, or implemented that thing. But we can be so busy trying, I kind of like this phrase and I kind of don't, being the best version of ourselves. We can be so busy trying to do that, that actually it becomes about us. And we're not meant to live a life that is about us. We cannot save ourselves, we cannot, we cannot do so much ourselves, but it has got to be about him and it's only when we put down striving that it becomes about Jesus. 2 Thessalonians 3, it says, May the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times in every situation. Psalm 4, it says, In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone make me dwell in safety. Colossians 3, it says, May the peace of Christ rule your hearts. As members of one body, we are called to peace. I looked up that word peace in those three um, scriptures that I've just read, three verses, and that word peace, it comes from the Greek words, and I'm sorry if you, you speak Greek because I might butcher this, but irani, irani, and that word means, it's a verb, to reconcile, to reconcile, so that peace that the Bible talks about, it comes through reconciliation, it comes through knowing that Father, through proximity with the Father that says, I'm not going to strive, I'm just going to be close, to the Father. Maybe some of us this week, we just need a bit more time of uninterrupted time with our Father in heaven. So we have to stop the strive. And my final thing, the last thing I learned from, from the Little Mermaid, the text says, we celebrate because this brother was dead and now he's alive again. He was lost and now he is found she says in the movie, thank you for hearing me. Thank you for hearing me. See, her voice in that movie had been lost. It had been stolen from her. And the bit we watched, it's been restored. There was a restoration of her voice. There was a restoration of that which had been stolen, that which was lost. It can be found. And let me tell you, there is great power, not in striving as we've just spoken about but in perseverance perseverance is not about me it's all about Jesus it's all about the one that sustains me it's all about it's through him I'm going to get out of bed it's through him I'm going to do that hard thing or I'm going to have that hard conversation it is not through my own stuff and there's been times that I've sat in places, I've sat maybe in meetings or, or with other people in the past that, that I felt kind of silenced, and not always because of other people, but sometimes because of the internal stuff that goes on within you, maybe the imposter syndrome or, or different things that we face. And I've had moments where maybe I've felt, I'm not good enough, or I don't know enough to be sat here, or... Oh, if only Jesus knew that, maybe maybe he'd change his mind about me. or, Or if I left this room, or I left this station, or position, or whatever it would be, no one would notice. And I tell you what, when those things come, they come to silence us. They come to knock our confidence. They come to say, there's an enemy who wants to kill, steal, and destroy. And they come, the enemy would love it if that little mermaid had stopped talking in in theory. The enemy would love it if that son had been taken away from his father. But there's a father in heaven who's not gonna let that happen. There's a Jesus who paid so that we can be restored, that we can be whole today. Other times I, I think I've been silenced through things that I've kinda heard and I've let stick anyone know, relate to that, when you hear something in it, it kind of stays, you let it fester. Things like, um, you don't look like a pastor, I've had said to me, or you're not doing that the way I would do it. Do you know, praise Jesus that for that for me. I don't look like a pastor because there's a whole load of people who maybe need someone that look a bit different to be reached and to come to know Jesus or praise Jesus that I'm doing it differently because actually I am doing what I feel God has asked me to do and I'm only obedient and living for the approval of that one name of Jesus. And some of us today, maybe you find yourself in a place where you've lost your voice a bit. It's time to get it back. It's time to get it Because life is too short to be silenced. At the beginning, I asked, What are the things, what are the movies that make you cry, the themes, what are the things that for you break your heart, that cause you to jump out of bed, that cause you to kind of, your heart to beat a little bit quicker? God loves to hear about them. God loves your voice. And I want to tell you on this point that which is lost is not lost forever see in that movie the the mom of the prince she says your marriage marks a new beginning for us change the world so we don't get left behind go change the world the little mermaid thought it was just about her getting some feet and going on land but actually in the movie it was so much more than that it was a kingdom of Um, people on land and people in the sea that got reunited, a kingdom that came together. I wonder who is waiting for you to maybe lift your voice to some of those issues that they need to be lifted to? Who is waiting for you to regain your confidence so that they can be set free? Who is waiting for you to keep on persevering in prayer for that person? Because they need you. They need you to stay in that lane, stay in that position, because that which is lost will not be lost forever. In a moment, we're going to pray, but I read this week, and can't get it out of my head, that Only 42% of men, this is a study minded, only 42% of men in the UK feel self-confident in their ability to do their job. That means almost 60% of men tomorrow will go into work and not feel confident that they're going to do a good job. Jeremiah 17, it says, blessed is the one whose confidence is in the Lord. Blessed is the one whose confidence in the, is in the Lord. Imagine tomorrow, if each of us here, wherever we're going, whether it be college, work, home, whatever we're doing tomorrow, Imagine if we got out of bed with a new confidence of saying, my confidence is not in me. My confidence is in who God has made me. My confidence is in the Lord. And I'm believing wherever i set foot tomorrow, that lives are going to be made better for it. It's not because of me. It's who, who the one who's in me is going to bring about change so that I can be a blessing, so that I can pray, so that I can have conversations that bring breakthrough because of the mighty power of Jesus Christ. Imagine. What our world could look like if we all did that. And so in one moment, I'm going to pray for each and every one of us that we would get our voice back, some people in here, that you would get that confidence in Jesus back to know you're not done yet. Hey, I want to tell you if you feel one of the highest areas when I was doing this research of low self-esteem is the older generation because you feel like maybe you're you're done or maybe your best days have been. I wanna tell you that's a lie from the enemy. That is a lie from the enemy because there is a younger generation who need parents. The Bible tells us, I think it's Corinthians, that we have a lot of people who can lead sometimes but not a lot of fathers and we need those people. I wanna tell you your day is still here. If there is breath in your lungs, God has given you something to do, okay? And so church, we need to rise up. We need to stay in our lane and we need to trust that God has got the best days for us ahead. Why don't we stand to our feet where we are? Jesus, I pray for your church right now. I pray for each and every one of us. We, we count it a privilege to be in your house today. And Jesus, I thank you that there is a Father with open arms waiting for us. That God, anyone today who maybe feels rejected or less than or anything, God, today we choose to put down that label and we pick up the label of we are in Christ Jesus. We are a new creation. We are in you, not because of us, because of the power that raised you, Christ Jesus, from the the dead, God. And God, I pray right now for anyone who has maybe felt like their voice has been lost, Jesus, I thank you, you're a God who restores. God, I thank you that you're a God who brings breakthrough. You're a God who makes change. You're a God who chains that have come on and attached to us, God, you can free us from them. And so I pray today, God, that there would be a change that this world would be different this week and onwards because today we make a choice god we will not be silenced by the world by stuff that's got on us by the enemy but god we choose to trust in you to raise our voice and god we thank you that we can do all things through you god and we commit that this week we will be those that raise our voice god that are with you that spend time with the father i thank you jesus for who you are and that we get to know you and the breath in our lungs this morning. Amen. Let's sing. Thank you for listening to the C3 podcast. This message has spoken to you today in some way. We would love to know. Reach out to us at hello at the C3.uk. And if you want to extend the reach of what we do here, why not consider giving by going to thec 3uk forward slash giving. And as always, subscribe to our channel and share this episode with a friend. We hope to see you soon.